like you're running life through the motions day after day? Do you feel sluggish with little energy to be able to spend time with your family? Do you feel like you're just not living up to your full potential? What if I told you you could transform your life through mindset and movement? Here on the Ecala Podcast, you'll be inspired, be motivated, and be able to take action to become that best version of yourself. The Ecala Podcast is for those who want the opportunity to better themselves through health and wellness. Here you'll learn tips from experts in their field, hear inspirational stories to help uncover your full potential. Now, are you ready to transform your life? Welcome to the Ecala Podcast. Today, we have special guest, Joe Bala. He is a friend of mine. He is our own Spartan DECA coach within CrossFit of Fremont. Today, he talks a little bit more about his personal story of becoming a mechanical engineer and that shift where he becomes a personal trainer and influencer for fitness. He is also an American Ninja Warrior, so we learn a little bit more of his backstory on his purpose and why. So I look forward to sharing this with you all. All right, I got a special guest here today. I am excited to bring him on. I've been actually wanting to get him on a podcast earlier than um, later. I got someone here who is an American Ninja Warrior. He's a mechanical engineer, Spartan SGX coach. What else? A B-boy. What else am I missing? And uh, he's owner of Jobala Fitness. And let me introduce you all to Jobala. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, right now you, you are a busy, busy man. So you have all this activities of you coaching as well as you are yourself, an American Ninja warrior. You're trained to be on the show. You've been training uh, every year. Well, really just tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, just get, have the audience just get to know you. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, I'm a father to that girl back there. Her name is uh, Janae. There's a baby picture of her oh, right there. And then she's now 16. So just um, a daily reminder for me to, to remember why I do what I do. So I'm a father for foremost husband to my junior high sweetheart, Jacqueline. And uh, yeah, we have a, we have a family. We call ourselves the bullet fam because last name is Bala in Tagalog. Bala translates to bullet. So that's where that comes from. If you see anything with wow. hashtag bullet fam or hashtag Joe bullet okay. or anything like that, that's where that comes from. Yeah. And then you mentioned I'm a American Ninja Warrior. I did compete on season uh, 11. That was back in 2019. I started out as a Ninja Warrior course tester. The first seed that was planted though was when my, my kid brother was like super small and we were watching Ninja Warrior on, uh, on uh, G4 TV. That was called Sasuke. And uh I, you know, I made a promise to him because he asked me, he's like, Kuya, do you, can you do that? Because he was still small. He's like, Kuya. And then he was pointing. So I said, yeah, I, I promise you, baby bro. So that's where that, that's where that drive comes from to, to get onto Ninja Warrior is, is for him. So shout out to my baby bro, Chris. Um, but I, I do it because, uh, yeah, it's something that I'm passionate about, which is movement and being an inspiration, telling people that it's never too late to pursue your dreams, pursue your passions and, and live your life fully daily. And, uh, I do that as an athlete, do that as a coach and trainer. And yeah, now I'm working with you on Spartan 
Deca. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I feel uh, very fortunate to be able to be connected with you. I met you through Pete Tapao, who's also a Spartan SGX, co- XGX coach. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So now actually, yes, I did forget. I mean, now you are coordinating all the Deca events. Deca is by Spartan through CrossFit of Fremont. So yeah, we had our first events and, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I'm fortunate again, um, lucky to have you and have you running it. So we're excited to see that grow. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you to coach Pete for connecting us and, and making that, uh, uh, making this happen, just kind of connecting the, the, the bridges, if you will. And, uh, yeah, we have some big major things coming up guys. Those are listening and watching. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's a lot of things about your story, things I've learned, I've heard, really that I've resonated with. And I almost feel like similar to you, like a lot of what you've have expressed, I could really relate um, the same, but um, I know you were, you went to school for mechanical engineering and you did that career, but you made a shift. What I'm wondering is what made you get out of the corporate health or corporate actually field of uh, mechanical engineering and pursuing uh, personal fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've always been into like movement. I think, uh, as a youth, I was, um, you mentioned earlier, I was a B-boy. So I used to break dance when I was younger, but even before that, um, I, I loved movement, any kind of movement. And, and back then it was like free running or parkour stuff. I would just run up stuff, jump down and do all this crazy stuff. And I just loved doing that. And, um, I never knew that that truly was my passion was, was, um, something like movement. And I didn't realize till later on that I could actually build a career through health and fitness. And so the reason I left, um, was I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was, um, fulfilling my true purpose, you know, and a lot of people talk about passion and purpose and, um, it's, it's, uh, it goes, they go hand in hand, right? So movement is my passion. And I expressed that through Ninja Wire, I expressed that through Spartan, and I expressed that through coaching people. But my purpose is to serve, you know, and I serve others through, through this medium, you know, uh, as a coach, as a trainer, and uh, as an athlete to help inspire people, to, to show them, like I mentioned earlier, anything is possible if you really put your, your uh, heart and mind to it. And, um, you know, engineering was awesome. I'm not going to, you know, uh, close that chapter per se it's there. That, that's the reason I am who I am is, um, I put in 15 years in the industry. Um, I started, I went to San Jose state, you know, as a, as a undergrad, I, I started prior to that at Evergreen Valley college. That's here local in, in South San Jose. So I, I was community college after high school, but I did the whole, you know, journey of taking all the math, all the science, all the Mm-hmm. you know, things to fill my brain with. And the analytical side is there. It's still thriving. I, I utilize a lot of what I, I learned as a professional uh, in the corporate world. And I apply it to my business, you know, Joe Bala Fitness and, and anything I do uh, in partnership, you know, with you at CrossFit of Fremont, uh, Mission Peak Spartan, shout out to them. Um, you know, uh, Burlingame Fitness, uh, Brickhouse Fitness. I'm kind of all over the map, but it doesn't mean I'm doing, I'm just kind of randomly doing things. I'm doing things with intention and uh, right. purpose. 
I mean, uh, yeah, you, you take that skill that you've learned for sure. And I, I see that in you, you basically reverse engineer. You're good at that. You're good at organizing and put things in pieces and then creating what you yeah. need. Um, I, I, I see that with you just even getting on meetings with you with all yeah. the, uh, the notes, like you're really good at organizing and, uh, making sense of all everything. Yeah. So you had mentioned that you weren't fulfilled. You, it's something, how did you know you weren't fulfilled? Ah, okay. Great question. I am very open about my story. Um, if you go to my website, joeballafitness.com, you see, I mentioned depression. I mentioned anxiety. I went through, you know, some deep phases of that and even burnout. They talk about burnout a lot. And if you listen to podcasts today, burnout is like a very common thing. I went through burnout and I think I went through it early on in my career. I didn't realize until it started showing up in other ways. You know, it was manifesting it in itself in, you know, I thought it was stress. I thought it was all oh, my body's just run down because I'm working, you know, 5 a.m. days until 8 p.m. at night uh, as an engineer. And then I'd go and beat myself up at the gym, you know, at the end of the night or even sometimes before work, you know. And so I was searching for ways to kind of battle my internal conversation I was having with myself. Like I knew that, Yes, I was serving a purpose as a professional, serving clients, serving customers, working with colleagues, you know, and helping them build this, these awesome products and service them and, and help customers utilize them and understand them. But I didn't feel like I was serving my purpose. And so it put me in that, like a dark space. And, and, and that's ultimately why um, I realized it took me the longest time to realize it. And it, it wasn't it wasn't apparent to me, like people in my family noticed my behavior was just like very flat. Like I didn't have, I had a, a lot of, I showed a lot of apathy towards things like lack of interest, like things that I normally would love to do, which was like run, play basketball, mm -hmm. mess around with the kids, teaching them how to break dance, just hobbies. Right. And working with my hands. Cause I love doing that, you know, building things. I just was completely apathetic. And that's when I, they flagged me, my wife, my sister, okay. especially, they said, something's so not right. They approached you. So yeah, I mean, they, it wasn't they something it that you, you found yourself eventually that you, they, they brought it up and then it brought more awareness to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it took, it wasn't overnight. It was literally, mm -hmm. I think about six, halfway through my engineering career, I contemplated making the career switch already. At that point, I was like, I want to do physical therapy or, you know, which is weird that we had that conversation, right? Cause you're a physical therapist. And mm -hmm. I was thinking physical therapy or personal training at the time. And I actually applied at some local gyms when I decided personal training was probably better suited for me. And they turned me away. They said, you're, you're too overqualified. They're like, you can't, why are you applying here? You know? And I'm like, I just want to work the front desk. I want to be a person that checks people in. I'm going to start at the bottom, work my way up. It's like I did when I started my engineering career and, um, you know, they, they shunned me. And so I, I closed that door, like, okay, I guess I, I can't pursue this. And so another, uh, so I said six years, right. So about nine years later, year 13, 14, 15, that's when those, these things like depression, anxiety, major stress burnout was really hitting me hard. And, you know, I was kind of like, I can remember some things, but I can't remember some things. I, I honestly felt like I was just floating. Like I just kind of, um, I was a, kind of a, zo a zombie. Like I just kind of went through my day, but not really okay. 
wasn't there, you know, hundred percent. Would you say you kind of were living life running through the motions? Yeah. How would you, yeah, you could say that? Yeah. Something like that. that. Okay. Cause yeah. I, I could, I could relate to that. And that's what, something that I say, like, uh, it's yeah. almost like, yeah, just, it's the same thing over and over running yeah. through the motions, just trying to get through versus exactly. living the life and just, just getting exactly. through, getting by, getting by. And for me, it's almost like, I was always looking forward to the weekends. Like, can't wait till Friday. Can't wait till Friday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then instead of just enjoying the week every day. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. I'd, I'd wake up. Uh, like, I'd go to bed usually on a normal routine, like 9 or 10. Then I noticed I was staying up late, not wanting to go to bed. Um, and then I would wake up the next morning having to report to work at 5 a.m. So I'd be up at 4 o'clock, 4.30, even though I went to bed at 11, 12, 1, mm -hmm. 2. Like I just, my sleep was just crap, you know? And um, those little flags are what helped me realize that I needed help. And the external input I was getting from my wife, my sister, friends, family, whoever, they just noticed this change in me. And so that's why I went on that, that journey of, I need to make a switch. Otherwise I'm going to be in an even worse situation. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of the, 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 the gist of what I went through, but yeah. So then what, how did you made the switch or like, what did you need to do to make the switch? Mm. Yeah. To make the switch, it required me owning that I can start over. There's this quote, my, it's kind of a long one, but I, I think I posted it on my Instagram, but it basically said, you know, the gist of the message was it's okay to fail. It's okay to start over. It's okay to, to find something new again and, and rebuild you know, yourself. And so, um, that's what I did. I, I had to start from, you know, close the chapter on, on that previous, you know, part of my mm -hmm. life and literally turn the page and it was a blank slate. And my wife, uh, honestly was the one that helped uplift me to, to remind me that, you know, she, she can, she can manage what we need to manage financially for now to help me go to that place where I could find true joy, true happiness and find that fulfillment and find that purpose in, in what I needed to do. And it took a lot of time journaling. It took a lot of uh, time being uh, just introspection, you know, like knowing what my strengths are, acknowledging what my weaknesses were and turning them into strengths, you know, finding ways to, to re-educate and educate myself to get to where, you know, where I am right now. So, um, there was a lot of building blocks. Like, it's just like a house. You, 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 you know, you, you might have to tear the house down at some point in your life and build it back up brick by brick, or, you know, start with that foundation and, and kind of add the elements that you need to restart. Yeah. That's awesome. That, yeah, I mean, just even, I mean, that's hard for, I think a lot of us just close that chapter and then just the, having that blank slate where it's, it's something unknown, but it's also exciting, right? Like, I mean, you could do whatever you want. So then you, it sounds like you really took in tune to your body to understand yourself or really go in deep to really what brings you happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I do today has to revolve around joy. Like if I don't feel true joy from doing what I do, I know it's not for me, you know, because it doesn't, it doesn't fill that cup, you know, cause if you don't feel that, that, you know, proverbial cup every day with, with what makes you happy, it's going to spill, you know, it's going to, it's, it's not going to uh, reach its full potential so that you can 
ultimately, you know, like I said earlier, serve your purpose, you know, do what you do and be awesome at it. Right. So, um, every day is like a recharge. Like I wake up and I usually, I think I told you this before. Um, and maybe mentioned on my podcast, there's days where I'm up at just 4am cause I'm ready to go. My internal clock 4am physically, I don't move out of bed sometimes because I'm respecting my wife who doesn't start work till, you know, six, six thirty. So it's like, I have to, so in my head, I'm just, you know, already working at uh, that yeah. point or I, I get out of the room and I do my, my normal things like uh, breath work, meditation, um, journal, things like that. These little things that uh, remind me that I have to always practice self-care because that's what mm-hmm. I didn't do in that previous chapter was I just was going, like we talked about earlier, going through the flow, just looking forward to the weekend, not not really being a hundred percent present. And so now recognizing that I need to slow down and breathe and do these little things to make sure that I'm okay mm-hmm. and that I can serve my best self every day to others. Got it. That's how I get so through it. Self-care. So really investing in yourself, taking care of yourself first. And that allowed you to better help serve others. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause I, I didn't realize what I was doing before wasn't true you know, self-care. I was always looking to learn something new, which I have always a student for life. Like there's always something that I can get better at. Right. But I didn't take the time to slow down. I just kind of jumped into things without realizing what the intention was behind it. And now it's like a practice daily. I go, I have a list of things I have to knock out. Mm. It's on my calendar. I think I showed you before my, my, my calendar has these things I have to knock out. And uh, if I don't, yeah. Mm -hmm. And these blocks are my building blocks for every day. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I'm doing the same. Even just thoughts, just write them down. Even this is my, Mm -hmm. this is my time that I'm spending for this thought. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. no, I love it. Um, Self-care, investing in yourself, just really, yeah. Taking care of yourself first before helping others. Just like the whole airplane analogy, put your mask on first before putting it on your kid's masks. So and that's right. what a call is all about. It's uh, with your story, it sounds like you gave yourself better vibes and then that made you become a better you and finding yeah. your happiness, your happy place. hundred so, percent. Yeah. Well, just, so yeah. If, if someone is out there feeling like they were running through the motions, they have that burnout. Is there a certain tip that you would recommend this person to do? Yes. It's hard to, to say this when you're in that moment, you know, when you come to realize it, but you know, listen to, you know, be open to, to listening to others, especially your significant mm-hmm. other, especially your family. Because sometimes if you're a go-getter like I am, and I'm sure you're the same, you just want to go, go, go and achieve, 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 accomplish this, accomplish that. And that's kind of where my anxiety comes in is I'm one of those high functioning type anxiety uh, people that have that, that type of anxiety where I need to always do something in order to feel like I'm, I'm accomplishing something. Um, I also find like, I need to find, I have, I need to get acknowledgement back for what I do. And those are things that I've learned to kind of turn off. So to avoid the burnout is first, listen to, to those that are telling you you're behaving a certain way and, and then seek the help that you need. So, uh, I'm not afraid to admit that I have a, I, I go to a therapist that, that I found online. And, um, so I, you know, I check in with her 
you know, every so often, I don't do it as much as I, I was before when I was really kind of, you know, at the low point, but now that I'm on this upward trend and I keep building these blocks to help support my, my journey and continue to serve my purpose, I don't need to check in with her as much, but be open to help listen, be open to help and re yeah. And, and be patient with the process. Cause if you're not patient with the process and you just give up on yourself, it's just, you're not going to be your, you're not going to become your best self. Does that make sense? So we always want to strive to be better and we can do that by doing these things bit by bit or build Got up it. these blocks. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that are, could relate to Joe, take those, those tips to heart. And uh, yeah, I think the big one is uh, being open. Yeah. With, with the critics of, I mean, really, I mean, that's your family too. So, I mean, you're, they're, they're your, your closest advocate. So love it. So yeah, well, there's so much uh, I would like to talk to you about. We're going to have to have a part two and go deeper, but I appreciate you coming on. Where can uh, our audience, people listening to the podcast, find you? Where can they reach out if they have any questions for you? Yeah. Best place to reach me is on my website, joebalafitness.com. That's J-O-E-B-A-L-A fitness.com. You'll see some links there on for my Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, but um, Instagram, if you just want to go to Instagram, it's at joebalafit or uh, at joebalafitness. And then uh, Facebook coach Joe Bala, you'll see me with my uh, Spartan sweater, coach sweater. <laughs> Spartan repping. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, reach out to Joe, check out his stuff. He also has a podcast on his YouTube. It says Joe Bala podcast. So uh, yeah, well, thank you again for coming on. I look forward to doing a part two with you. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. We'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening. But wait, we want to keep you updated and continue to be inspired and motivated. Follow us on our Instagram page at Ecola Strong. We'll see you on the next episode.